Kathy Zaka, and I'm your host today for Pure Truth. I want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. And I just want to mention again that both Susan and Laura are both still working on other projects. So if you guys could continue to pray for them, I know they'd appreciate it very much. And the title of today's episode is Leaving a Legacy and Kicking the Enemy in His Teeth. And our scripture for today is from 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 5. In the presence of God and of Christ, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. All right, that's a good one. In today's episode, we're going to discuss legacy. What does it mean? How does one go about creating a legacy? And what does God say about legacy? The kind of legacy that most people think of is money, right? Financial blessings. And although that is important, there are many other things that apply when one truly wants to leave a wonderful legacy to their children and families. And I'm going to go really deep today regarding what it means to leave a legacy. The first thing I want to talk about is where we are at currently in our world. I think we can all agree that we are not in a good place. And it's really difficult to process how we could ever leave a wonderful legacy to our children in the current times that we live in. But it is possible. But first, let's discuss the meaning of legacy. Well, the dictionary definition is an amount of money or property left to someone in a will. You know, that definition is more in line with inheritance. Still important, right? But there is so much more to the term or the word legacy. I found another definition that says legacy is something that is passed on, but legacy can take many forms. A legacy may be of one's faith or ethics and core values. It may be monetary or your assets. A legacy may come from one's character, reputation, and the life they lead, setting an example for others and to guide their futures. Legacies often tremendously impact, encourage, and leave pathways for future generations. Legacies provide guidance and inspiration for family members and those impacted by you to live lives that impact their faith, homes, community, and businesses. You know, I really like that description because it hits some really important points that we all need to ponder and think about. But I also found a biblical description of legacy that I want to share, and it's really, really good. So it says a believer's legacy is their testimony that has been passed down to the next generation and remembered long after the person has gone to the Lord. It is the emotions that people feel when they hear your name. It's the stories they tell their children as they tuck them into bed. And it's the encouragement they receive during tough days as they remember your example, all of which illustrate and illuminate Christ. Christ left the ultimate legacy for his people, living a sinless life. He died for us while we were yet sinners. 
Philippians chapter 2, verses 6 through 7 says, Though he was in the form of God, he did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. His is a life that leaves a legacy of riches and promises too valuable to fade, and he is our example. His is a life we seek to put on, and for those who are truly his, this is a life we are being transformed into by one degree of glory to another, until the day we see him and become like him, perfect and spotless, yet casting our crowns before the one who robed us in his righteousness. Jesus is and always will be our example. He left us the greatest legacy by dying on a cross for all of mankind's sins. All right, back to where we are at in our world today. We are going through some deep changes, changes that will affect every single person all around the world. What we have endured for most, if not all of our lives, has changed us. It has changed our outlook, our way of living. The world has dived deep into the muddy, slimy pit of sin. It is dark and dangerous. Evil is all around us, and many have no idea of the eternal choice they are making, while others, they just don't even really care. They want to enjoy life no matter what the cost is. They don't know or understand that this natural world is brief, that we are only here for a short period of time. It's the eternal world that we should be focused on, not the natural one. And when we focus on Jesus in heaven, that in itself will absolutely lead us to leave a wonderful legacy for the people that we leave behind. That is the kind of legacy that God wants us to leave, one that will bring Him glory, one that will guide others to eternity in heaven, one that people will say, he or she lived for God, and everyone around them knew it. You could see God's light shining in them when they walked into the room. He or she was full of love, God's love, and it touched everyone they came into contact with. In the world that we live in today, It's hard to imagine that this is possible. This type of legacy should be our norm. That's what God wants for us, right? And I don't want to take away anything from the ones that are living wholeheartedly for God now. Their legacy will be known by the lives they touched. Amen? But unfortunately, this is not the norm. We are struggling. Our world is struggling. We are fighting evil that in many ways looks and feels like it is winning. So how do we focus on living in legacy when everything around us seems to be falling apart? Well, the answer is really simple. We focus on God. We focus on Jesus. We ask Him to guide us through the storms that are all around us. We ask Him for wisdom. We pray. We stand on faith. We fight. And then we pray some more. This battle that we are in has been happening since Satan was cast out of heaven. We are still fighting the same evil one that spoke to Adam and Eve. He hasn't changed his ways. He still wants to deceive God's children. He hasn't given up on killing stealing and destroying us. He is still here. And that is who we are fighting. He is the one trying to stop you from living for God. He's trying to stop your family, your friends, all your loved ones. He is the one that wants to harm you and your children and our families. He doesn't want you to leave a godly legacy because when you live for God, it stops Satan from doing what he is good at, which he just talked about. That's destroying lives. He is the deceiver. He instills fear, which is the opposite of what God wants. God wants peace, love, and an abundance of joy. He wants us to live in freedom, not bondage. 
We are battling evil principalities and strongholds that have been here for thousands of years. Our enemy thinks he's smarter than us, and he is if we don't know the word of God, when we lack knowledge of God's truth. He does know more than us as long as we are living in the world instead of living for God. That is why he is called the deceiver. He lies to us, so we turn away from God. But when we live for God, he gives us wisdom. He gives us revelation. He gives us wisdom the enemy doesn't want us to have. Because once we have it, we then know and understand that we have power over the enemy. We have the authority to cast him out of our lives. With this knowledge, we then tell others, and that terrifies Satan. There is so much deceit in our world today, and so many people have succumbed to the lies. And for a while, the enemy was laughing at us. Right? He thought he had us right where he wanted us. But there is a remnant that has been praying. God's remnant has been praying and interceding. And we have been growing in numbers. It's part of the awakening that's been going on for the past few years. God has waking us up. And we are fighting back. We are pushing the enemy back. We are taking back ground that the enemy has stolen from us. We are focused on God. And he is guiding and directing us into this new era where the old ways are gone and God's kingdom age has come. Joshua 24 verses 14 and 15 says, Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your father served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods your father served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We must choose. Do we want to live for worldly things or do we want to live for eternal things? It is this truth that the enemy doesn't want us to know. It is this truth that the enemy works tirelessly to destroy, which is our godly legacy. The good news is God is coming to answer our prayers. He is coming to destroy the plans of our enemy. God is coming to set things right. He's coming to turn our upside down world right side up. When the truth is finally revealed and the lies we have been told all of our lives, and according to God and his many prophets, this will happen very soon. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. When these lies are exposed, everything will change. Life as we know it will completely change. Things will change in astounding ways and the enemy will once again be defeated. God is preparing us now for the many truths that will be revealed. We will go through many different emotions, good and bad. We will cry tears of anger, and we'll cry tears of joy. We will face things that we thought were true all of our lives, only to discover these things are all lies. We will empty ourselves of so many curses and burdens that we have carried for far too long, things that will affect the legacy that we will leave behind. And I want to share a word that the Lord gave me just a couple of weeks ago. It started out as prayer and then turned into a vision. And then the Lord released a word that was wonderful and so relevant to where we are headed. And I received this on November the 1st of 2023. So I was praising and worshiping the Lord, and I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I began to speak in tongues. And I did this for a while, just waiting to see what the Lord wanted to do. And eventually I heard, this is an emptying an emptying of yourself. And I knew this meant that I was to empty myself of all the things that I was concerned about. My family, friends, finances, what is going on around the world. You know, I went through the list in my head, making sure I was holding nothing back. I understood what the Holy Spirit was asking. 
So I got quiet, and I gave all of it to him. I felt the emptying deep within me. I then saw in the spirit that I was standing at the edge of a very tall mountain. All that had burdened me had been tossed over the edge of this cliff on the mountain. And I heard God say, I'm here. And I felt his presence. I knew he was close. As I stood there, many thoughts began racing through my head. It was a bombardment of doubts about all the things that I'd just thrown over the cliff. But what about my children, I asked. The Lord said, I'm taking care of it. But what about my father and my brother? The Lord said, I'm taking care of it. But what about our finances, Lord? The Lord said, it's handled. And what about, I'm already on it, the Lord answered before I could even finish the question. It was a moment of such clarity for me. I have been praying for all of these things for a long time. He knows my prayer request deeply because he knows my heart. And I have allowed some of these things to become burdens that I carry. And it has affected me for far too long. So I fully embraced this emptying of myself that the Lord was asking of me. And as I sat there quietly processing this, fully trusting in him for all of it, I heard him ask, how do you feel? And I thought for a moment and I quickly answered, free, I feel free. I didn't notice many other people standing with me on top of that mountain. They were there for the same reasons, to empty themselves of all their burdens and pain so they could also be free. So many things began to make sense to me while I was standing there. I knew God was showing me what is soon going to take place all around the world. Where we are headed, we cannot take these burdens with us. They are part of our past. To move forward, we absolutely must empty ourselves of all the things that have been holding us down, the things that have been holding us back. The enemy is very involved with keeping us in bondage, but God is showing up to set us free. We have entered a new era where the old has gone and the new has come. Y'all hear me talk about that a lot because that's where we're headed. And all that is happening around the world right now is preparing us for this emptying. As I stood there on top of that mountain, I knew there was room for everyone. Not one single person will be left out. Our God is full of love for us, and he wants every single one of us to empty ourselves and move forward in him. Everything we are dealing with right now, everything has to do with what is coming. There will be no escape from it. And this affected me deeply. It was an understanding that I have not experienced before. It was a knowing that everything is going to change. And it is good. God is good. It was a call to every single one of us. God is going to show up in ways that we will not expect. And to move forward, we must empty ourselves completely to heal to feel, to experience life differently, to live in freedom that we have never experienced before. It is a deep call that speaks directly to our heart, our spirit. You will not be the same after everything is revealed. No one will. It will affect all of us deeply, profoundly, and we will desperately join others at the top of this mountain to empty ourselves of all the things from our past. I felt all of this strongly in my spirit. Thank you, Father, for showing me this. It is a deep call to the ones that feel this now. Get ready for the changes that are coming. We will never be the same again. And as I was sitting there in my prayer corner, I heard the Lord speak. He said the changes that are coming will affect many generations to come. 
What I am about to do will sever ties from many family generational curses. I am putting a stop to the enemy's plan. What I am about to do will shock many. And what I am about to reveal will change everything. You will see my truth and you will know the enemy's deception. You will see the harm he has caused. You will see how deeply he has infiltrated everything all around you. Every single part of how you live has been infiltrated by him. And that is all about to change. And when it does, there will be a release of my love that will pour out over my children, for their hearts will be broken. Many will be devastated. And it is then that the emptying will begin. This emptying of all the burdens and pain you have held on to will change you deeply. And my love will pour out like never before to heal those deep wounds. You will know me like never before. You will know my love and my peace. Look forward to what is coming, my precious children. Good things are coming. Victory, peace, and freedom are coming. Thank you, Father. You are so, so good, Lord. While I was sitting there in that prayer corner, I didn't want to get up. I didn't want to leave his presence. I didn't want to lose that feeling of being freed. So I prayed, God, please don't let me lose this peace, this freedom. I desperately need it. And the Lord gently spoke to me. He said, all you have to do is remember it. Come back to this moment every single time you get overwhelmed, and I will be there to meet you. This encounter happened a couple of weeks ago, and I have already had to go back to that moment several times because of, you know, just life, overwhelming stuff happens. And each time he was there, and I once again released all of it back to him. Again, guys, he's good. He's just so good. And he will absolutely do the same thing for you. You know, I know things do not look good in the natural. Things are hard. Life is really hard right now. But God is working and he will turn it all around for our good. Romans chapter 8 verse 18 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. If you are overwhelmed, confused, depressed, frustrated, or angry, go to God. Empty yourself of all the burdens and all the pain. Let him show you how much he loves you. Experience his peace and his freedom. There's nothing like it. We are headed to new days where things will look different. It will feel different. It will absolutely be different. Get ready to empty yourself of all the things from your past. You will not be carrying it any longer. Praise God. You know, humans are resilient beings. We bounce back when tragedy happens. We adjust to changes, good or bad, when they sweep through our lives. When everything is finally revealed, we will recover. We will go stronger. We will be in unity as never before because we were viciously attacked by our enemy, Satan. He used a small group of people all around the world to deceive us in ways that will be very difficult to comprehend. But it will not stop us. We will grow together. We will share the love of God like never before because we will know that he is the one that rescued us from total destruction. And we will then begin to prepare ourselves as the bride of Christ. God will teach us how to prepare for the return of Jesus. He will show us how to live differently. He will teach us how to leave a godly legacy that will profoundly affect the ones that we leave behind. Leaving a legacy in this current time we are living in is possible. Many have done it and done it well. You know, when I was praying about this episode, I asked the Lord what was on his heart regarding his children leaving a godly legacy. And I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit surround me. While I was sitting there, 
I began to write. He impressed words upon me. So here are the words that were inspired by the Holy Spirit. A legacy is your imprint in the world. Do you want to be known and remembered as a thief, a murderer or adulterer, a cheat or a cruel person, a person who made bad choice after bad choice? Or do you want to be remembered as a good person, a good mother or father, a good husband or wife, a good brother or sister, son or daughter, a good friend, a kind person that always did good things, no matter what the circumstances were? Do you want to be remembered as a person who made good choices and always did the right thing? A legacy is more than just leaving your family money, a thriving business, or a beautiful home. A legacy is built on the choices that you make that affect the people around you. These choices will also affect the many generations to come. If you make bad choices or decisions, it will affect your children. There's no doubt about it. And it will affect their children and their children and so on and so on. It will affect family members that you will never meet because you will no longer be here. There's a lot that I could say here about generational curses that your future family will have a hard time understanding because they won't personally know you, right? You'll already be gone. But I'm going to keep this really short, maybe save it for a later episode. So the decisions and choices that you make now will absolutely affect your future family, just as the decisions and choices our families made long ago affect us now. The legacy that you leave is and always has been your choice. You can choose to do things differently. You can break off generational curses of poverty or abuse. You can break off the curse of sickness that comes down your family line. You can break off witchcraft and occult practices that have come from family members that have already died or even ones that are still alive. You can renounce it. And again, this subject could be an entire episode, but I just want to touch on it today. So how? How can you do this? Well, like I've said before, seek God. Ask Him to show you the things from generations past that your family members came into agreement with. Ask Him to show you specifically the things that you need to know so you know what to pray for. He'll do it. He's done it for me, and He's done it for many others that have asked Him. And once He does reveal these things, ask Him how to break it off so it doesn't affect you or your future children anymore. And praise Him. Thank Him for showing and guiding you to it. It is work, and you will have to put in a lot of effort and work to break away from and renounce all of the things that you did and the things that your family did in generations past. But it is possible, and it will bring you so much peace and clarity. Your legacy is the imprint that you leave behind in this world. Do you want to put a stop to what the enemy has stolen from you and your family? It's your choice. For me, I chose to do it. I asked the Lord to reveal anything that people in my family did in generations past that has put a curse on my family line. I made a list. And even though I didn't understand all of it, I went to the courts of heaven and I asked God to remove all the things that the enemy has brought against me because of my family or anything that I've done in my current life that was against God. You know, and that was a big deal for me, but this wasn't a one and done. Like I had to go before the courts of heaven several times until I knew there was nothing else for the enemy to accuse me of. It took time, but the release that I felt, the freedom that I experienced was worth all of the effort I put into it. You know, for some people, it may only take that one time. For others, it may require going to the courts of heaven until you feel that release within your spirit. And I went until I knew everything that the enemy, he's the accuser, right? He's going to accuse you of things. Well, she did this and she didn't repent for that. And her family did this. So that's a curse on her family line. I went until I felt that release. It's important, guys. 
Again, it's a whole episode, but the legacy you leave behind can make things easier or harder for your family. If you choose to serve God with your whole heart and you break off curses that have affected your family for decades or even centuries, your future children will not have to experience the same torment from the enemy. There is such freedom in understanding what kind of power we have over our enemy. This freedom comes with the knowledge that we have power and authority over him, and we can cast him down and out of our lives. Once you know and understand, then he knows that you know, and he knows the power living inside of you, which is God Almighty. He knows your legacy is going to change from that point on. Your legacy is going to change from one of evil and destruction to one that is godly and powerful. And as I was praying about this episode, the Lord had a word he wanted me to share. He said, the legacy you leave behind in the natural world does not only affect your families, it also affects you eternally. For everything you do on earth, good or bad, is known in heaven. And when you serve me, your reward will be greater than you could ever imagine in heaven. My children suffer because they lack knowledge. They don't understand my word. So many are struggling today because the ones that died before they were ever born did not leave a good legacy for their future generations. Knowledge and understanding are what is needed. It is powerful and it will set my children free. Wow. The legacy you leave behind is one of the most important things you will achieve in your life. And it takes a lifetime to build it. I love that he said that. That was so important. Okay, let me continue. He says, many people do not understand this because they are not taught. They lack knowledge. And it is very important. There is strength and power that comes with knowledge of my truth. There is clarity and peace. And there is love, my love, which never ends and is all-encompassing. Many are focused on worldly things instead of eternal things. One by one, as they come back to me in the coming days, in this new era, they will experience my truth and I will flood them with kingdom knowledge. Their eyes will be open to new things. The lies they have been told are so ingrained deep within them, and it will be difficult to process. But my truth cannot, will not be denied. Many generational curses will be broken, and I will begin to set things right. Legacies. Oh, sorry. Thank you, Lord. Legacies will be born anew. Legacies that affect generations to come will be completely turned around for good. The enemy will not win in this, and it is one of the biggest areas he focuses on. If he can destroy future generations, he will win souls. But I am coming to put a stop to that. I am coming to put a stop to his evil, wicked plans. He will not destroy the legacies of my children. I am teaching and preparing you for the days ahead. The legacy you are building now will affect generations to come. Teach them about me. Teach them about the legacy they will leave behind. Knowledge is needed in this. Teach them so they can teach their children. Your legacy is your imprint. It is what you will leave behind. And I am cheering you on. Sorry. I am cheering you on with every step that you take. Wow, thank you, Father. I know that you love us so, so much. We need knowledge and understanding from God. We need to get it deep down inside of us so we may teach our children and they can teach their children and so on. What the enemy has done to us is horrendous. The lies he has spoken, the evil he has portrayed, the harm he has caused is awful. 
It has deterred us from the things God has for us. It has broken down many legacies in times past. It has cursed us and our families, and it's time for us to put a stop to it. It's time to kick the enemy in the teeth. It's time to take back what he has stolen from us so we may leave a godly legacy to our children and future generations. You can do it. All you have to do is choose it. All right, guys, it's time to close. Ah, I get so emotional sometimes. My goodness. I hope you enjoyed our discussion on leaving a legacy. You are worth it. And so is every single person in your family. God has a plan for each one of you. Partner with him and he will guide you along your path. Amen. All right. So please join me next week. Our next episode will be on intimacy. God wants and desires it from each one of his children. And I want to close with a scripture from Deuteronomy chapter six, verses six through nine. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. Guys, it's so important. We've got to teach our children. We've got to teach them. It's what the Lord says. Teach them. Okay, today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for all that you do for us. And there are a few websites that I found that were helpful, so I'll put the links for those articles in the notes section of this episode. Before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews that we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. And also, we ask that you please subscribe. We would appreciate it very, very much. Thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. We would love to hear from you, so please email us at puretruthpodcast3 at gmail.com. And please visit our websites. My website is kathyzaka.com. Laura's website is laurapotter.us. And Susan's website is susanoffen.com. We hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. Thank you for listening. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. And may his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Until next time. Your favorite podcaster, Kathy. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Electric acid. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Electric Acid.